when we're in the middle of the, the water and it feels like garbage, yeah. and um, just to persevere, just to keep going and keep moving, and, and it'll, it'll, you'll, you'll get done. You won't feel great, but you'll get done. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. Hello everyone, Paul here from Stark. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day. I am about to sit down with Irene Wasilewski, one of our members here at Stark, and she's been around for almost four years now, and uh, the transformation that she's made in this time has been amazing. Just from when she started to what she's doing now, the way she's moving, the weights she's moving, the way she looks, the way she carries herself, um, there's there's been some big changes over this past four years, and she's someone who is amazing to have in class. She's always got you know, a, a great amount of energy. She's supportive of everyone in class. She's someone who takes cues and uh, just does does everything to the best of her abilities whenever she's in classes. And uh, and she's so awesome to have around. Um, one of my favorite memories of, of Irene is anytime she's going for uh, a trip, whether she's flying somewhere or just getting off a flight, she'll walk into the gym with her bag and... Um, just saying like, you know, she's, she's leaving for Thailand right after this workout or whatever, or she just got back from somewhere. It has definitely been amazing to see the progress that she's made. And that's all because of the amount of work and effort she puts in day after day, usually six days a week. And, uh, it's, it's a pretty amazing product that you can see when, uh, when someone puts in that time and effort on themselves. I hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as I will and that you're going to be able to learn something and take something away from what Irene has to offer and use it in your everyday life to make things better than yesterday. Hope you like the show, everyone. Hey, everyone. Paul here from Stark Strength and Conditioning, and I am lucky to be sitting far across the table today <laughs> from Irene Wasilewski. She's been a member here for just over three years. It's been three years and how long? Three and a half, I figure. Three and a half. October 2016. Okay. So it's it's been a while. I, yeah. I said it feels like it's been longer, and, and what was your response to that? I thought that was short. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was longer. And she said uh, it's because she's here every F and yes. day, but <laughs> yes. that was it. So literally. So Irene, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I'm, I just turned 46, yay. And born and raised in Winnipeg, um, in the North end, good old North end. And I don't know. Um, I went to school here. I became an engineer. Um, been doing that now for like 20 years. Well, I'm not even a real engineer anymore. I'm in sales. So, what, what type of engineer? <laughs> Mechanical. Mechanical. Yeah. So, where'd you go for that? University of Manitoba. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, so now I have that weird job where I kind of travel around the world selling pharmacy equipment, which has nothing to do with being a mechanical engineer. And yeah, I started at Stark three and a half years ago. That's pretty crazy. Um, so let's, let's go back to the mechanical engineering thing. Let, what, what did you do <laughs> after graduating? Um, I went to motor coach industries. They okay. build buses and I, I did a I was there for a number of years. I did a wide variety of things. Um, 
I did testing, like every time they design something new, we have to design a test for it. I did um, the natural gas bus. I worked on that for a while. Um, Those didn't last too long, did they? No, we we didn't make a lot. Those (laughs) were in New Jersey, and then New Jersey Transit, I think it was New Jersey, New Jersey Transit um, paid us to make like six, and that was it. We made six, and it was a ton of money to make six. (laughs) That's a lot of money. Yes. Okay. Um, It's like a custom order. We had weird (laughs) stuff like that. Um, And then I was in specials for a while, so if, if someone wanted something that wasn't like a basic or an option, and they want something totally unique and different, they would give it to our group, and we would figure out how to put it on the bus. I, I did that for a number of years, and then the last thing I did was powertrain, and then I moved on after that. So with the with the buses, what, are they primarily just for you know city buses, or would you do like no, custom buses? Cities. Okay. No, um, they did they did have a thing that was I forgot what the name of it was, um, but I wasn't on that team. Okay, I, I did the buses that would travel between cities for the most part, but places like New York and New Jersey, they would um, they would buy them for their regular transit because they had so many people they were busing in from different cities into Manhattan, say, or something like that. Right. So they mm. wanted some nice high end. Yeah. Cushy stuff. Yes. Awesome. So what happened after after Motocoach? Did you go directly into the uh, no, pharmacy into side? The pharma- no, I spent a couple of years at a place that did um, cables like um, or harnesses, like something like what's holding the mic together. And there'd be like molding on the end and stuff like that. So I, I did that for a little while. That was... Um, Exciting? Not exciting? <laughs> not, not so exciting. No. Um, and then they were moving all the production to China. Okay. So... I, I left. They're still here. They're still operating as far as I know. Um, but I got a little nervous that they were going to leave town. So then I, I went to the startup company that I'm at now. And I don't know that it's a startup 10 years later. But um, we sell uh, a robot that automatically adds drugs to IV bags and syringes for hospital pharmacies. And that's for, like, cancer patients or just... No, all no. kinds. It can okay. be for regular um, non-hazardous drugs or it can be for chemotherapy as well. Okay. And you do a lot of traveling for it too, right? Yeah, we so, sell it around the world. So yeah. how do you how do you like the traveling aspect? Uh, it's good and it's bad. <laughs> um, it's it's really hard to be healthy and travel overseas, especially in my role. I'll travel and I'll be there for maybe two days and turn around and come back. So if I go there, it's a totally different time zone. I sat on a plane probably for 24 hours, you know, between all the different flights, and I'm not feeling great. Um, I got to get up in what would be the middle of my night. I do a presentation, and then I get back to the hotel, and I pretty much crash, and I don't eat well. Um, I don't go see sights or anything like that, and then I I fly home and, and do it in reverse when I get back because now I'm, I've been away just long enough to have my sleep disrupted. Yeah. Yeah. But it's neat to see other cultures, other countries. Um, all of that is amazing. I would never be able to afford to do this on my own. Yeah. Well, it's, it is interesting being able to, to travel and see all that, but I know you're like, you're very consistent here. So that would definitely throw, um, throw your kind of timetable off and your routine off. I I used to try to do CrossFit when I, I traveled. Yeah. And really quickly when it's overseas, I realized that is way too hard to try and fit in. 
because, I, yeah, I'm just not sleeping at the right time of yeah. day. I'm not feeling good. I'm not eating well. Trying to work out at three in the morning, like exactly. your time sort of thing. So Exactly. So yeah. I had to stop that. But on local travel, I, I do try to do that. Yeah. And that's been kind of neat to go see other gyms. Yeah. So with the, how long did it, do you feel like it takes you to recover? So let's say you, you know, fly to China for a two day trip mm-hmm. and then you come back. How long does it take you to recover after I, that? I th- <laughs> At least a half a week. Really? Yeah, okay. to get totally back to normal. I used to go to Australia quite a bit because we sold a, a few units there. Um, and every time I came back from Australia, once I was, if I was in Australia for a while and I got onto their time zone, when I came back, it would take me two weeks to recover and get back into this time zone. And so how long would you be there for? Um, Australia was a little bit different. I was there the first time for three months. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was a very different... Um, we were just kind of doing... It, it was like one of the first units we ever sold. So part, as part of it, they kind of sold me with it. <laughs> yeah, and said, you get okay, Irene too. Yeah, you get her for a few months to help you out. Nice. Um, and then... The visits I had after that were much shorter. There was one where I came with like just a carry-on bag, and the customs guy didn't believe me that I didn't have a check bag because I was there for one meeting and then I flew home. Really? Yeah, it was a really important meeting. Yeah. The CEO was with me, yeah. but that was it. One meeting and I flew home. Oh wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you're well. Obviously, you're not traveling <laughs> as much now no. with everything going on in the world. To, I was supposed to be, but yeah, obviously, I'm not now. So let's let's sort of jump to your athletic background. So <laughs> when you were when you were growing up, were you pretty active? When oh you were my young? god, no, no. This is this is so wildly crazy that this is what I'm doing now at 46, and, I, and I've been here. What did I say? Three. So I was 43, I guess, when I no 42. Um, no, I was the fat kid that got picked last all the time in, in gym class. I hated gym class. I dropped <laughs> as absolutely as soon as I could. Yeah. I was not active. I did little things here and there. Um, and then I did eventually, this, uh, I don't know when that would have been, I guess my late 30s, mid 30s. I did um, win a personal trainer. And she taught me um, CrossFit, and I didn't know it was CrossFit. So it was just she was just training me that way. Okay. And I really liked that. So but how old were you then? I think I was in my mid thirties. Okay. Yeah, I can't really remember. Um, so I did that for a while, but then she couldn't take. She, she was moving on in life, and she was doing other things, and she just didn't couldn't take any more um, personal training um, sessions. So she she had to drop me. Um, which was too bad. And then, yeah, I did nothing. So, okay. So when you were doing that, uh, were you just doing personal training sessions or were you working out on your own as well? Yeah, I was still a member at Good Life. Okay. So I would try to do workouts on my own at Good Life, but they were never as, as good as, you know, the sessions I had with her once a week. So was, so these sessions with your personal trainer, was that what sort of got you back into, you know, movement and activity or? Um, yeah, I was doing a little bit of stuff too. I was running, um, with my friends. I did a few half marathons, but, um, the problem with that is I did nothing else other than run and when I was running Okay. and the injuries just piled up and piled up and piled up. And every time I tried to train for another half marathon, I had to stop because, I had another injury. So, um, yeah, that didn't work out. And then I was doing some stuff at Good Life. That was okay, but it was easy to skip. And that, was most, that was on your own? 
Yeah, yeah, on my own. Yeah, you know, throughout the years, like, I I think when I was at university, I belonged to Shapes, if I remember right, and I did that a little bit, but, yeah. It was about, like, when I was at Wellness, and I would watch you do your thing. I would be on the elliptical, just kind of moving, but I wasn't really breaking a sweat. Movement is better than nothing. That's true. I know we were we were chatting a little bit about this before starting, and and I guess Irene had mentioned it to me at the old gym, and it kind of like I didn't remember the conversation, but she said she would be on the elliptical watching um, the Tough Enough class that I used to teach at the Wellness. So it was a it was a fun class. We'd have a lot of people come out for it, and it was primarily body weight. We'd be doing plyometrics. We'd use the bleachers just on the side of the gym floor sort of thing for for plyos and stuff like that and dips and push-ups and all that fun stuff. We'd use the gym floor and the track upstairs. And and yeah. you were mentioning the, the potato, potato sack. sacks. Yeah. yeah. The, these huge guys that just looked miserable when you made them jump around the track twice. Yeah. We would have them doing laps. Like in a potato sack race, it's kind of, it's fun. But when you have to do it around a track twice, it's, it gets kind of horrible and your legs are just on fire. And yeah. Yeah, so, so you you'd watch those classes. You never took part in them back no. then. And then, um, so after that, you at some point you got into CrossFit at another gym, right? Yeah, and um, the atmosphere just didn't work for me there, but I still like the concept because I remember I liked it so much when I was working out with a personal trainer, um, but I wasn't, yeah, I just didn't fit in there. So So I did quit, and then I did, Almost nothing, I think, after that. I so, just kind of stopped working out. <laughs> so what what got you interested in, in going there? I know you said that you had liked working with your trainer and mm-hmm. you were doing some CrossFit there. But what, what you know, got you to get up and go and get a membership at this gym? She um, had to stop taking personal training sessions because yeah. she was managing over there. So I followed her over there and I did it for a little while um, with her. But... In a way, it was good and bad. Um, so I just jumped into classes because she vouched for me and she says, yeah, I've, I've, I've taught her everything. She's good. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got into the class and I didn't know where equipment was because she would always just bring equipment to me because yep. she was my trainer, right? I didn't have to do anything on my own almost. You're like, go grab it for me, monkey. Yeah. And she, yeah. she would just like bring me my kettlebell. I'm like, I don't know how to go get my own. I don't know how to put plates on a, what the bar. Yeah. I had no idea what to do. Um, and I just wasn't used to it. And every once in a while, there was something there that I didn't know how to do. And so I it's just falling into the middle of it like that. Actually, it was a little bit awkward. It might have been better if I'd actually done a base camp like I did with you. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> when you stopped going um, to that gym, did you end up doing anything in between or what? No, I no. think I think after that... My mother passed away shortly after that, and and then I fell apart. So I had I did nothing for like three years, I wow. did, and I just started to eat too. So I gained a ton of weight, no. and I lost all my ability. Yeah, that's uh, for anyone that hasn't lost a parent. It's a tough, yeah. a tough thing to go through. Um, yeah, I don't know. There aren't any real, there aren't any words for it. And yeah, yeah, it was devastating because I'd been looking after her for most of my life too. So uh, and near the end, mm-hmm. um, she she needed a lot of help with lots of different things. She was really, really ill. And it was like 60, 80 hours a week I spent looking after her wow. besides my full-time job. Yeah. And it was all I did. It was like how I 
what kind of car I picked, what house I picked, what kind of job I had, like to earn enough money to have a house big enough for her and I. And so when she passed away, like everything just shut down because I had no purpose, no drive. I had nothing to do, I felt. I had no interests. I had no hobbies. So it... It took about three years before something yeah. clicked. Yeah, so I, I slowly I started to realize, well, I can't let this be what it is I do for you know yep. another 40, 50, 60 years of my life. Yep. I have to get out of this rut because this is miserable just existing this way. Yep. So I did start to, like I got therapy first. That was the biggest thing. Um, and then I started to think about, okay, I want to get back to exercise and... So I started to try running again, and that didn't click. <laughs> what, and then By I did the look something on else. Your face, it didn't. Oh <laughs> no, no! And then I tried to go back to good life again, and then now I would go for like three days, and then I would. It was so easy to just not show up, so I didn't do it. Um, and I just remember I kept trying like a number of different things, and then um, I had a friend who was at 1.0. Okay. And she told me about it, and I went, oh, "Okay, well, like, what do I have to lose? I gotta I have to try something." No. Yeah. And then then about two months. Like, if I remember right, we had a thing we paid for base camp, and then we got two months um, unlimited after that, and there was, like, one fee we paid. I don't know, something like that. You did the Groupon? No, I think it was right before you did Groupon. You were kind of doing just doing it on your own, maybe. Okay, that's possible. Yeah, I don't really remember. Okay. Or it might have, yeah, anyway. Uh, so we'll never do that again. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. It's too insane. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of people when you did the Groupon. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I think I was just before Groupon because my base camp was only four people, and okay. then suddenly you had like thirty people in your base camp or something like that. It wasn't thirty, but it was no, a lot. It, it was seemed a lot. like a lot because it, it, it was such so a small crowded, gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, after the two months of whatever I, it is I did there, I'm like, oh my god, I'm hooked. Okay. Yeah. I hope this guy doesn't want me to drink Kool-Aid because I, I probably would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. No, 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 we don't force Kool-Aid on <laughs> anyone. Um, yeah, so when you started, um, you you started with Evelyn, right? Yeah, So, so it's kind of cool that you're both still coming here. I don't know, um, we've got a handful, we've got a lot of people that are still around from 1.0, which is pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. I know like things change in people's lives, but you've been someone who's, who's been super consistent and yeah. it feels like way more than three years, probably because you are here all the time yeah. and it's, you know, it's an, an awesome thing to see. Like, you know, when I, when I think about you, I, I think about you coming in with your luggage, whether it's right before <laughs> or after a flight. I know, you're so impressed with that, aren't you? <laughs> I am. It's, it's like nothing. Yeah. I don't even think about that, but, but I know every time I do it with my luggage, you're like, oh my God, that's great. Yeah. So let me get a picture. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's been like pretty impressive seeing you do that and making sure that, you know, your, your health and your fitness is a priority. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to talk more about that, but when, so when you started, went through base camp, you know, did the, the couple months, what, how did you feel right off the bat? Because you weren't, mm-hmm. you weren't fit coming into it. You were, right. you, were you pretty much like getting off the couch sort of thing? Yes. So, yep. I was just getting off the couch. Exactly. So, I was doing nothing. Oh, yeah. And then suddenly I was doing CrossFit, which is a big <laughs> transition. Um, yeah, I was the first two months, probably I was a little intimidated and I was kind of overwhelmed because I would read the workouts and I would go, well, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't understand what all these words mean. Um, but also 
I, I was really intimidated. I thought, well, there's no way I'm actually going to finish the workout, but I guess I'll go and I'll prove to the coaches that I can't do that. Um, and that then I would do it. do it. Yeah. Okay. I, I felt like, oh, they're going to realize that's way too much for me, but I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll try. And then of course I would do it. And then we think, oh my God, I really did that crazy thing today. <laughs> that was so amazing. And, but I was intimidated that, um, the people around me, there were some people around me that were able to do the same thing with three times the weight and do it in half the time and things like that. So, yeah, that was a little hard at first. But then I, I also realized all those people that did that, including yourself, you, you didn't just wake up one day and suddenly, nope. right? Nope. right? You had to spend years, yeah. years working on it. So why can't I be the person that spent years working on it too? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a tough thing to think about for a lot of people because they want results yesterday, right? So yeah. having that, that type of attitude like, hey, in you know, several years, I can be kicking ass too, <laughs> right? So, yeah. um, so what, was there something that you know, didn't make you want to quit? Um, you know, coming in, seeing the workouts, like not understanding, like what the hell is a T to B? What is yeah. HSPU? You know, hand release push-ups or whatever. Like what is, was there something that kept you coming rather than like, you know, holy shit, this is, I'm in way over my head. Like Right, because I, I thought this is so insane. I'm not going to do it, but then inevitably I did it. And every single day, time I came in, oh my gosh, I did it again. I did it again. I did it again. Like it was just this massive confidence boost, especially at a point where I wasn't doing really well in life to, to have that thing that like, oh my God, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not showering as much as I should. Cause I'm, I know I'm going through some depressive moment here, but, but man, you just see me box jump onto that <laughs> yeah. couple of plates or whatever it is I started out. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, yeah, everyone's got to start somewhere, and it doesn't have to be the biggest box in the gym sort of oh, thing. Oh, it wasn't. So. I, I think literally it was a couple of plates. I couldn't even like, do the little baby box yet. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's, you got to, everyone's got to start somewhere. And that's a big deal. I saw this video on Facebook of um, an older lady, and she was a bit heavier, and she was terrified to jump onto something like, I think I was maybe a 10-pound plate. Like, it wasn't even a really big plate. Yeah. And she was so terrified to do it, but she did it and I thought oh my gosh get I get it lady I get it that's great there's uh there's a lot of people that have that I, I would say it's more so women than guys but they're very nervous about doing box jumps and I mm -hmm. remember even like working at, with people at the wellness getting them to to do jumps onto like smaller plates or smaller boxes or whatever mm -hmm. just and um I would ask them like have you never done this stuff as a kid and most like women would say no when I was growing up like I right. was I had to wear a dress and I had to yeah. sit there with my parents while my brothers went and played and whatever yeah and it was like I had to be a little girl yeah so. no I know this kind of working out I didn't see women that had like I didn't grow up seeing muscular women it wasn't until um you know the first time I think it was Terminator 2, do you remember that? Yeah. And suddenly, I forgot the actress's name. She had biceps and it was this crazy thing that there was a woman on, 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 in the movies. Linda had, Hamilton. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That had biceps and everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. Of course, now it's a little more everyday, but yeah, growing up, this was not stuff that, you know, women were supposed, girls were supposed to be. And I read that thing about your wife where she um, wanted to go do weightlifting, right? Yeah, in school, so, in high school. Right. Yeah. So no one, would, girls weren't doing that. No. So that's crazy that at her age, she thought, yeah, I know girls aren't doing this, but I want to be one of the ones that does. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's really impressive. Yeah, she's she's pretty stubborn. It's good. <laughs> it's good and it's bad. But yeah. it's in that scenario, it's good. Um, yeah, like I, I'm sure it's probably more mainstream now in schools. But I hope so. I remember, like back in you know when I was in high school, I didn't see a whole lot of girls in the weight room. I don't I don't recall whether it was like um, supported or not. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it wasn't. But at the same time. Um, you know, to, to have that attitude and be like, I, you know, I want to do that. I should be here sort of thing. And if someone tells you like, no, you, you need to be learning how to like cook and sew and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I remember doing home economics too and learning all that stuff and enjoyed it. But yeah. Yeah. That's all we had in high school. I went to a private high school and we only had cooking and sewing. We didn't have like shop or anything like that. Cause I went to all girls school. Okay. And I thought, oh, this is BS, man. Yeah. Shops was fun. I, yeah, yeah. Shops too, graphic arts and Wish woodworking and all like that. that. So, yeah. Uh, oh, it's cool to have different skills just like in CrossFit. Right. <laughs> so with, uh, with some of the, the, the years that you've been here now, you've definitely like progressed as, as an athlete, as a person. Um, when, when you're in classes now, when you see workouts come up on the board, like what do you what do you think now? Yeah, now it's different. Now I know <laughs> I can get through them, right? I'll, yeah. I'm going to have to modify probably, but I'll get through them. Now it's more about how fast can I go, how heavy can I go. It's it's not just get it done yeah. some form. And now, of course, I want I want to beat other people too, right? There's more strategy. I want to be last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what? So let let's. You commented on that twice about about being last. So, yeah, that um, used to really bother me. Yeah, that, that I was. I knew we were going to start the workout. It's going to be for time. I'm going to be last, and everyone's going to be staring at me and staring at me when I really don't feel like I'm looking like a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Well, not everyone is at the end of a workout, but you know. I, I know that was all in my head, though. I mean, yeah. people were genuinely cheering, right? Yeah. I mean, it was all positive, but right. I was just taking it as a negative. Yeah, I hear about that every once in a while from from members. How you know you might be. I'm thinking of one person in particular right now, and um, had heard that you know he he wanted to progress quicker. Um, he was finding that when he started, he was like you know last in workouts, which isn't something that I I don't think people should be worrying about and thinking about. And I know it's. You know, it, it's tougher to say that than to actually have someone feel that and believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you always want to compare yourself to, you know, yesterday's version of you rather than, rather than you know, the 22-year-old who's just like yes. ripped and has been doing this and doesn't have a full-time job and doesn't have like, you know, a mortgage to pay and <laughs> car payment, like all that kind of stuff. So you don't want to go and compare yourself to, to them and, and compete with them. You know, if you're in your 50s and 60s, it's like, you know, try to compete with what you did yesterday sort of thing rather than that person who's been doing this. But you for know, I, so Eric is a perfect example, right? He, he's worked out for a long time. He's really fit. And one time we were like running in the summer around the building and I thought, I am so lucky I get to run with Eric. Eric is obviously going to be way faster than me, mm-hmm. but because he's going to be way faster than me, I'm going to be just a little bit faster than I was if I wasn't running with someone who was super fast. That's cool. Yeah. That's a that's a really good attitude to have. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, I think it makes it better for me, right? Yeah. And I'm not angry at Eric. Eric, Eric <laughs> has what he deserves, right? He's seven feet tall and has a very long stride too. So. That's true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that helps. Yes. No. 
Um, no, that's so. What was there something that just like got you to to keep coming, even though you know you were feeling like, hey, I'm you know last in workouts or you know whatever yeah, the case is. Yeah, I, I think it was really just that sense of accomplishment, like this was the thing I was going to do today and I got it done and I didn't just get it done. I, I actually did better at it than I expected to do at it. And I'm slowly getting better. I mean, it wasn't overnight. It takes, takes a long time to yep. be able to get past picking up the five pound kettle pill and get the 10, <laughs> you know, the 15 was a big deal. And yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay that I'm on to the twenties and twenties are a little light. Yeah. No. And well, definitely going heavier with swings and, and the, so the barbell, let's talk about the barbell. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, were you scared of the barbell when you started? No, no, no. Why? I, Most women are, they're like, I don't really? want to touch that thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it's so cool. Why is when, that? When are you, because you don't get a barbell at any of the other gyms you go to. I mean, I know shapes and good life. I think they have like those like lighter ones, but no, this is a real barbell. I don't know. I just, I think like, oh my God, this is so, now I do look like a rock star. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Cause most of the time, most times I hear like right off the bat, women are going like, I don't like, I'm not comfortable using that. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And then it's like three months down the road or whatever, six months down the road. They're looking, because we always give options for people if they don't want to use the barbell or maybe they don't have the mobility to do it or the strength right off the bat. So end up giving some modifications. You might be able to get away with using dumbbells, kettlebells, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if they just, you know, they don't want to snatch or don't want to do clean and jerks. There's always variations. But, uh, you know, down the road, three months, six months later, they're going like, hey, like she's doing it and she's pretty lean and pretty fit. And, you know, I thought if you lifted heavier weights, you're going to get huge. Like yeah. that's kind of a, a misconception there. And then, you know, they start throwing the barbell around oh, and loving it. You know, when we started, you had um, two streams. I don't know if that's the right word, but you would have CrossFit and then you would have fitness, right? Do you yes, remember that? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So I, all, that, that's a good point. I actually was always picking fitness yep. and fitness didn't have the Olympic lifts. Right. It was, yeah, I guess we were always just kettlebell and stuff like that. I don't know. We might have had a barbell once in a while in fitness, do you think? Yeah, mostly for like if we did front squats, back squats, or deadlifts, right. stuff something, like that. Something yeah. straightforward. Yeah. Um, so actually, that's a good point because I was picking fitness all the time. But then, yeah, I did see other people doing the lifts. And I thought, oh, no, maybe I should give it a try. And I ended up really like, I'm still not tremendous at the Olympic lifts, but I think it's fun trying takes a lot of time and practice to get great at it, but like, yeah. And years. <laughs> yeah. And, and you have to actually practice working on the things you're not good at with it. I'm, I, I still haven't put in the time to go to like Olympic classes yet. Yeah. The, the Olympic lifting classes help. And obviously like the people that show up to those classes, you, you can see that in regular classes, but you can, if you're showing up to regular classes and you're putting in, you know, a good amount of effort and you're being attentive to how you're moving and, and modifying, you know, appropriately, like there's absolutely no reason you can't get better at it. It's just mm-hmm. making the conscious decision of doing it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we did have the, the CrossFit and fitness options and then, uh, we kind of just blended those together and, and instead of having completely separate workouts, it's if there's, you know, we give people the option if we are snatching on a certain day and people don't want to snatch, then, you know, we can get away with doing kettlebells or dumbbells or different right. variations of it. But 
I don't. I honestly don't think that everyone should be using a barbell. Some people don't have the required mobility for it, and it's just not safe. So there's always different things that we can do. But um, mm -hmm. no, that's kind of interesting to to hear. Um, most people, yeah, like I said, most women off right off the bat would, I would say, shy away from it. But oh, I don't know why though. No. I think yeah, I thought it was so cool. But mind you. I have I did pick a career that was mostly male dominated, so I'm True. not maybe I'm not as intimidated by these sorts of things. True. So what's the what have you learned most from doing CrossFit over the years now? You like you know, you've obviously become better as an athlete. You're someone who is very dedicated. You're in here pretty well like every morning at six AM. Yeah. Uh Saturdays at eight AM. So it's like um what what have you learned over the years of doing this? Um Mostly, it's, um, I don't know how to put it into words, but when we're in the middle of the, the water and it feels like garbage, yep. and um, just to persevere, just to keep going and keep moving, and, and it'll, it'll, you'll, you'll get done. You won't feel great, but you'll get done. Um, I, can, I kind of feel like that, too, when I go to, like, I don't know, say I'm doing a work thing and I'm not enjoying it. Or I'm doing a presentation for a customer. It's not going well. <laughs> like, persevere. It'll get done. It'll get done. <laughs> It'll get done. It doesn't feel tremendous right now, but just keep moving. So how have you... How have you been so consistent? Do you make it? Do you make it a priority? Do you work it into your schedule? Like yeah, the six a.m. thing helps a lot for me, and I think the others that come at six a.m. So yep. we we wake up early, obviously, so yep. we can come here. You're a special breed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a little nuts. Yeah, um, but yeah, we so we, we we wake up early. There aren't a lot of demands in our time between yep. six and seven in the morning. Most people don't work yet. Um, uh, and I know some people have to get their kids ready, but if they have a partner that can do that for them or something, or the timing is such that they can get home to get their kids ready. Yep. Um, so it's just that block of time. But if I try to go after work, A, I'm tired, mm -hmm. and then if something maybe not so great happened at work, then it's easy to just drive home instead of coming here. So if I go at 6 a.m., that's the thing I'm doing. There's nothing else happening at 6 a.m. in my life. Yeah. So, yeah. No gonna emails, be at the gym. phone calls, texts coming in. No, nope, exactly. So yep. Get it over, get it done with. And mm -hmm. how long have you been doing that now? Oh, since I started, I'm pretty sure. Well, I started coming at 7.30 because you said I have 7.30. Yeah. And then... That died off. That died. <laughs> I know because it was really just me showing up still. Um, uh yeah, I think since I started, I actually I think it was like maybe a month, a month or and a half or something into um, my time at one point Yeah, and and Kaden Kaden was coaching then in the mornings. Okay, and and Kaden says you're here a lot. Yeah, I, I thought he was gonna like give me a lecture. Yeah, you know, like lady, just relax. <laughs> you know, you're in your forties. Don't don't push it. <laughs> But that wasn't his point. His point was totally opposite. He's like, "Yeah, you got you got the bug." Yeah, like that's what happened to me. Yeah. I used to, I used to, I thought oh, I'll come three times a week and that'll be it. And then I started to come all the time. I go, "Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what's happening." <laughs> so how does how does the body feel with coming? Like you're usually here six days a week, right? So, uh, yeah, um, it, it felt actually 
worse than base camp. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> well, you went from doing nothing to... Like, to moving. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And I, I, remember, I was actually a little intimidated by you because um, we did our first day. And then <laughs> squat that was... Day. Squat day. is uh, always worse. Something awful. Yeah. Is that what you do on the first day? Is we it go, squats? Yeah. It's, we go over body weight squats, goblet squats, front squats, back squats, overhead squats. I just squats remember <laughs> feeling so incredibly awful. Yeah. And at the end of it, you said... Okay, the next one's Wednesday. And yes, you'll be sore. Yes, you still have to come. No, don't text me and ask me if you still have to come. You have to come. Yep. Like, don't just suck it up and come. So I actually felt I was more sore than, than, than I am now. I mean, I still get sore now. And if it's really, like, too sore or pain, obviously I don't come. But, but, but there's some soreness that I can still work through. Yeah. Or I'm on. Once you get moving. You know, yes. Usually it's, it's okay. Right, right. But it's funny when we do, anytime we do base camp, we're still doing, we start off with the body weight squats. And mm-hmm. a lot of people just aren't used to doing like full depth squats. And we'll get them doing full depth for whatever their body's going to allow. And then when we have them using a barbell, it could be a very light one, like 15 pounds or maybe a 35 or 45, depending on the person. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, it, people usually, you know, doing stairs or using toilets for the next couple of days are yes. pretty sore. I was so. <laughs> really sore because I, before base camp, I guess I did a, um, a free class, I suppose. Yeah. And it was a squat day. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. It's all coming back. It's all coming back. And it was a squat day and we were building or we were supposed to be building and I, I had 55 pounds and, and I was squatting and you're like, okay, that, that looks good. Let's add some more. And I'm like, no, oh no, no kiddo. No, we're good. This is where we're holding. We're sticking here. Yeah. And then, yeah, I could barely use the toilet for like five days after that. Yeah. That's, that's sometimes normal. <laughs> Just even getting people doing some body weight squats, mm-hmm. um, they can get pretty sore from it, but yeah, that's, a, that's sort of the initiation. Usually most people don't get that sore again. Yeah, no, I was, ex- well, I was extreme because I went from doing absolutely nothing to attempting to do all these crazy things. Yeah. So how, how do you feel? So coming six days a week, how do you feel as a master's athlete? And I'm, I'm there too. I'm a, I'm a master's athlete too. I know you are. <laughs> but how does your body feel hitting like six days a week? Like I, I can't do six days a week. But <laughs> I, I actually, I feel really, really good. This yeah. is the best I've felt in years. I was saying that to my friends, um, you know, that... I just had my birthday and we had like a Zoom party and I said, yeah, this is amazing. That at 46 is when I finally feel really good. Like my, I used to have terrible, terrible back pain just from cleaning my house on Saturdays and doing the laundry. And it took, I was here for, I don't know, maybe a year before that all went away and I didn't even realize it went away. And then I thought about why don't I have this terrible back pain anymore? Because I have a core. I have muscles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like I can support my own body weight now just doing simple basic things in life. It's it's so much easier. I used to have terrible pain being on the plane oh, yeah. um, from my hips because those seats are so tiny and I was a really big girl and... Yeah, now I can take, I mean, still a long flight is still torture for anyone, but yeah. I feel so much better now. Yeah, well, you move a lot better. Like, even even watching you in classes, like, with throwing a barbell around, whether it's snatches or cleans or whatever, like, it looks so good, which is oh, awesome. Good. And yeah. it's it, it doesn't, like, I don't really care how much weight is on the bar for mm-hmm. anyone, as long as they're moving good, like, that's 
that's a win. That's the, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously you want to get, you know, a bit heavier with it, but it's got to look good first. So yeah, the snatches are, there's a lot of snatches still with the empty <laughs> barbell. I'm yeah, okay with that. That's all right. Um, you, you did, uh, compete last year too Yay. in a, in a competition at Prairie CrossFit. That was like your first time actually like doing a competition. No, I did, um, I did yours. It was, do you remember I did it with Anna? I did, uh, what was the, it called? Power over Power on the Prairies. Power on the Prairies. And then I did, year? yes, okay. I did that one. That was my very first one. Okay. And then I did the Prairie CrossFit one with, um, the 6am gals. Well, um, Evelyn couldn't make it. Melissa yeah. thankfully stepped in. Yeah. So what, so how did you, how did you feel competing then for your first, first times? Oh, that's so much fun. I'm so hooked. <laughs> I, Evelyn and I were talking about doing some this summer, but yeah, all this happened. So we haven't, yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to be able to do those. It'll probably be a while before we can have competitions, but yeah. oh, I'm so, I loved it so much. What was, so were you, were you nervous about it or was yes, it like, I'm nervous before every single watt all the time, yeah? but yeah, okay. now there's a crowd and there's other people judging me and stuff, but it was a big, I don't know why I liked it so much, but it was just like a big boost to do it cool. and to not be so horrible, <laughs> like just, just to get something done. And, and sometimes, um, and you know, I know competitions are intentionally designed this way that there are some things that I could do really, really well. And I thought, oh, this is way too light. I can go way heavier than this. But in the category I'm in, this is the, the weight for me. Yeah. But then inevitably there'll be some event that I'm not going to do very well at. Like if they put in any kind of burpees, I'm, it's not my thing. I'm not no. very fast. It's, I, don't, I don't push people to be in competitions. Uh, I don't think everyone should do them. Like some people can do CrossFit for a decade and not even do a comp and, and that's completely okay. Um, but... I guess what what made you want to jump in on that? I guess you you've done some half marathons before, so you've been in like competitive environments mm-hmm. and surrounded by a bunch of people that are you know competing and stuff like that. But what made you want to um, try this? Ah, sure, probably the opens. We did the opens here, and I really like that whole atmosphere where people are like cheering, and you know you you do a little bit more than you would normally do if you were just doing it in class. The adrenaline. Yeah, yeah the adrenaline, yeah. I guess, and and just just the thing to benchmark yourself and see well how well can I really do if I like really focus and I try giving my all on this one wad. How how far do I do I get versus ah it's Monday yeah. we'll do something. Yeah, it's it's different when you're coming to a class like you know six days a week versus doing you know six to seven workouts over maybe even eight workouts over that period of two days. Yeah. So that's uh, were, were you pretty wrecked afterwards? Did you feel good? No, I think I remember feeling pretty good both times. Yep. Yeah, it was okay. Yep. Yeah, I thought I would be not able to get up off the sofa kind of feeling, but no, I, I remember feeling pretty good <laughs> both times. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, I know. The first one, I remember I was so nervous I didn't eat. That was really, really bad. That's a bad idea. That yeah. is awful. <laughs> no and fuel you, in the you tank. Got, I told you about it after, and you actually got a little bit mad at me. Like, <laughs> why didn't you ask me about what to eat and stuff? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty... It's different. Like, you're not going to suggest um, salad and, right. you know, chicken and all that kind of stuff. You want some quick carbs that your body's going to be able to use up on, on the day and stuff like that. So you don't want to overeat. You don't want to undereat. Um, yeah, it's it's something you got to play around with in practice. Yeah, but I did better on my second one. Yeah, <laughs> that always helps. Um, 
speaking about the the eating side of things, the nutrition side mm-hmm. of things, you're you're pretty much like I think like half the woman you were yeah. when you started here. So yeah, I don't weigh myself, but I yeah, definitely I've lost a lot of dress sizes. I know that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know, like, because you've been doing the Zoom workouts now at home mm-hmm. through for people who are listening to this in the future. This is like yeah. COVID nineteen <laughs> two thousand twenty, and um, we're kind of forced to do like you know online workouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a bunch of members that are continuing to to train, which is awesome. And uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but because you're in there every day. Mm-hmm. But I was the the way the camera angle was. I'm like, holy man, Irene's just like keeps getting tinier. Yeah, it's crazy. I, 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 you know, just like anything, the the this horrible COVID nineteen thing has had some bonuses for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds really horrible, and people are probably struggling for jobs and stuff. But I mean, you're a small business owner, and I'm sure you could probably still list things that are positives happening. Oh, for out. sure. Right. Yeah, you've got to look at those. <laughs> you can't just look at the negatives because right. you're just right. going to you, hang your yourself. business essentially shut down. You could still find positives in it. So yeah. for me, it was, well, I'm not traveling, so my health isn't taking that hit every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and I am eating at home. And what I make at home is, is healthy. I don't keep junk food at my house anymore. So That's huge. Uh, yeah. Especially so for uh, being at home all day. I Yeah, I was saying to my sister that... I might have lost another dress size since no. quarantine started. Yeah. But you got nowhere to wear a dress right now. So <laughs> it's like I know it's a, it's a, so small business owners that sell clothing, I'll be yeah. hunting you down after this is over because, uh, yeah, I need all new clothes, yeah. not all new clothes. I need some new clothes. You had sent me a picture of your closet and like half of it was like gone. You said yeah. you had thrown a bunch of stuff out or donated it because it was just like didn't fit yeah so yeah that was how so I didn't keep track of um my success using the scale because it wasn't good for me whether I gained weight or lost weight just the Mm -hmm. scale was kind of messing with me mentally so I kept track of it and that's what you're probably talking about that photo where I had all the hangers so I kept track of my hangers so every time I gave away a piece of clothing I didn't give away the hanger I kept the hanger as a thing to show like okay this is something else that is now too big for me. Yep. And I'm almost ready to do it again. Give yeah. away a whole bunch more hangers. Yeah. Yeah. It looks that way. So, yeah. Um, so what did you, what did you do like nutrition wise, changing eating habits from say like pre CrossFit Irene to CrossFit Irene? I did it all really slowly. So over. Which three, is the best way. So yes. to interrupt, but that's the best way. It is the best way. And, and it, it's too bad that I waited till my forties to, figure that out because every other time, and I'm sure you have this all the time with new members, um, their goal is to lose weight and they come and they try to switch everything all at once. They suddenly start working out and they try to eat better all at once. And that's really hard. That is really hard to try and make all those changes overnight. So um, I would just incorporate one thing, one change, like eating breakfast. Okay, I would start to eat breakfast. It wasn't necessarily the best breakfast, but I would eat a breakfast. So until that was routine, I didn't make another change. So the rest of my meals could be fast food, but I was eating a breakfast now. Then, you know, once that was okay, then I would start to incorporate things like that. And I used um, a couple of different things like... Fitness Pal, I think it's called. Yeah, my Just, Fitness Pal. Yeah, tracking that way. Because I didn't have an idea of how many calories, like what is enough. 
food? Am yep. I eating enough? Am I eating too much? I didn't know. And sometimes I wasn't eating enough, right? which I think happens to a lot of people too. So that, what's, what's not eating, eating enough? What's, what's low? Um, if you, you were to, for me, yeah. uh, I used to think it was probably healthy to have like three, I well, I don't really have frozen meals, but every once in a while, I thought it would be healthy if I had like three frozen meals that are marketed for um, people that are trying to lose weight or like healthy. Like a Weight Watchers sort of thing or whatever. Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Healthy choice. Those are really low calorie. If yeah. you only had three of those throughout the day, yeah. you're starving yourself. Yeah, that's what, maybe 900 calories or so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I thought that was an ideal, and then I realized, oh my gosh, that is way too little for me to be eating and exercising as often as I exercise, too. Yeah, so what, do you have an idea of in and around what you take in now on a daily basis? Now, I don't, but I, I do know that my goal was around 1,800, 2,000, so yep. I'd probably guess I'm at around 2,000 calories. Yep. Yeah, but I don't, sometimes I track just again, just to make sure... Um, that I'm not straying, that I'm not bringing in too much junk again, that I'm kind of staying within the yeah. parameters, but I don't try to be super diligent and weigh everything because that could also make you crazy. Yeah, so wait a minute. You're taking in and around 2,000 calories and you're still getting fitter and stronger and losing weight? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, It doesn't exactly. have to be 1,200? What? Yeah, I know. I yeah. know. But I, I would have done that before in the past where I would have done something like 1,500 a, a day and then work out all the time. Yeah. That, that's... That's never going to last. And no. it never did last. Yeah. yeah you, you, gotta, you, you, you get feel a, the machine. Yeah, you get an immediate weight loss, but it doesn't, you're, not sustain, you're not able to sustain something like that if you're not used to it. So you've just, so would you say you've kind of developed the habits to, to be able to just eyeball, or do you just yeah. eat really consistently to be able to just, you know, you know what you, your usual breakfast is or your lunch or supper or snacks, stuff like that? Um, both. Yeah. So I, I don't eat the same thing all the time. Actually, do you remember you asked me for a food journal once and I gave you like 30 pages? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And it was like, we, we had talked about, I think you were putting in like two tablespoons of honey or whatever into yeah. your Greek yogurt. Yeah. And that's I was right. like, hey, that's like 240 calories or 220 yeah. calories. And yeah. it's like, let's just maybe drop it down to one or yeah. something like so that. So I have a lot less honey. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was, but that was a good change. But, but I do like to change what it is I eat every day. So I had to get better at, at eyeballing, eyeballing um, portion size. And then okay. also just making sure that I have um, protein. Um, I try to have protein in every meal and then some fruits and vegetables too. Yeah. That's Justin walking in, getting ready to coach. Couch. Oh, he coaches from here? He couches from here, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Apparently they don't have uh, internet out in Selkirk, so. No, he doesn't have <laughs> internet there. And if he were to like coach from his phone, it would just kill the, oh, right. his data. So yeah, he comes, coaches here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell I haven't done 5.30 Zoom because I didn't even know it was from here. Because yeah. I've done noon, right? And it's yeah. like Lori's. Noon or 9.30. Yeah. Pretty consistent with the 9.30. Yeah. It, yeah, that's worked out for me better. Um, so, hello, Justin. Hi, Justin. <laughs> so, um, just touching a bit more on that nutrition uh, side of things. So, what what was the next step after, like you said, you were like maybe eating out for multiple meals a day, but yeah. you were having your breakfast. So then how did, what made you want to clean things up a little bit more? What was the progression there? Uh, Cause everything hurt <laughs> okay. and it was hard to move around. I just didn't, 
yeah, I just wanted to be able to like carry the groceries from the car to the house without it feeling like massive effort and and get on a plane and fit in a plane seat again. Um, Good motivators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even anything like at the gym, like, oh, I want to be able to lift more weights or something or get new clothes. I, I really just didn't want to feel awful going through my everyday life. And there was one time we... Um, we ran with a plate, I think was the workout. Do you remember that? Um, I, I'm pretty, I remember trying to run with like a 35 pound plate. Okay. And I, I remember thinking, this is absolute misery. What was he thinking? And I, I did the workout, I finished it. And, and I came back and I went, well, that just sucked balls. I hated everything about that. And then I went home, and I was telling um, my sister's girlfriend about it, and I said, yeah, I had to run with this 35-pound plate. It was at that point that I go, oh, my gosh, I've lost 35 pounds. <laughs> and now I had to strap it back on yeah, and try to it. just go around this building a couple of times and how awful that felt. And I had to go through life. <laughs> like and that. I mean, now I've dropped even more weight. I feel even better. Yeah. No, it's, it's good to have those those motivators and those sort of checkpoints. I remember I used to have an old client uh, at the at the wellness there and she she wasn't jumping on the scale or anything like that, but she would wear, she was a lawyer, uh, a, a, what is it, a crown attorney, mm-hmm. and she would be walking up, up the stairs to go to her office and it was like three flights of stairs. And she said she would, you know, when we started, she said she'd be sweating by the time she got to the top mm. of the three stairs. And then now she was like, or not now, but like, you know, after several months of training, she's like, I'm running to the top of the stairs and I'm not breaking a sweat or breathing heavily. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome have, to being able to look back at like simple things that you do like that, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, are, are game changers. Yeah. Like doing the laundry, yeah. mopping my floors without back pain. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. great. It's, <laughs> that's a huge win. It is. So um, I wanted to touch on like, your, your dedication to, to consistency, you're still like hitting the Zoom classes now mm-hmm. that we're, you know, under COVID lockdown. Mm-hmm. And um, how has that been? Like, I know you didn't have a whole lot of equipment available to you. It was like, I, I loved how you were like posting in the Facebook group. It's like, hey, I got some <laughs> new equipment. It was like two rags on the floor. So you could do like running man with, um, or I, I don't know what, you, what else you posted, but it was just it like was, a um, broomstick or something or yeah. a broom. Oh, that's right. Because we had like setups with a broomstick. <laughs> oh, right, right, and, right. And then there was, um, when I first started, oh, actually you can see the scars from my um, laundry detergent snatches. Yeah. Because um, I kind of roughed up my knuckle doing that. But yeah, so when I started, it was laundry detergent, yeah. which was surprisingly effective. Yeah, I mean, Better it's light, yeah. but if you move faster, you still get a good workout. Yeah, the handles aren't great for like if That's you're snatching them, though. I know, so I should tape the handles, but I honestly didn't realize I kind of messed up my knuckle until after it was done. <laughs> it's, it's you're you're still being super consistent, like you said. If you move fat, like if you have a lighter weight and you move a bit fat, faster, like you'll still get something from it. So. How how have you felt like with the classes that you're doing now, pretty much like in your apartment? Is it apartment or yeah, house? Condo. Or condo. Mm-hmm. Like how do you feel hitting those workouts as opposed to like coming into the gym here and doing them? They're they're way better than working out alone. Yeah. Because <laughs> good. Yes. Because I can hear the other people working and I still have that feeling like oh, I'm still gonna, you know, try to not be last. I'm gonna try to 
get it done really quickly. And I know there's, they're already onto, I can hear you sometimes say like, oh, she's onto the thirties or whatever. And I'm yeah. thinking, oh my God, I'm still in the forties. How's someone at the, thir- I gotta, I gotta move. Yeah. Um, but they're not as good as coming here. No, no. If, and if they were as good as coming here, then yeah. Well, I'm hoping that right, I just, <laughs> gym workouts are a hell of a lot better. Right, right. But, There's more equipment. It's yeah. funner to like have people around and stuff like that. But it is yeah. movement. Does it, and it still helps a lot. It, it helps a lot with now. the stress reliefs too, right? That there's just something to do every day and you're moving around. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, still, you're still pretty sweaty when you're done. And oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, how can anyone do... You know, not get sweaty doing burpees. Even the fittest people yeah. probably die after a certain point. <laughs> we're, we're trying to put in as much variety as possible so that it's not just air squats and burpees. And I think there's there's a lot that you can do with dumbbells, or even a dumbbell or a kettlebell yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and we're doing them. So kettlebells, today we did, what did we do? We did snatches from the ground. So I would yeah. normally not use a kettlebell that way from the right. ground, right? So I think, oh, well, that's kind of neat. It's different. It's feels a bit different. Adding more tools to your toolbox? Yeah, nope. yeah. I'm going to try to get some more equipment too, like my own personal equipment. And I'll probably keep that room as a my own little gym yeah. even after we're all back here. It's, yeah, it's good to have those options. And if you got some extra energy to burn off, then like, yeah, make mm-hmm. use of it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one thing I've been thinking about lo- a lot lately is um, people who might go to like those global gyms, like Good Life or Shapes or whatever, who, you know, if you're using machines all the time, but you don't have the body awareness to do dumbbell snatches or kettlebell snatches or squats or whatever like i i love that the stuff that we're throwing out to people like we're, we're still able to coach you on it give you some suggestions better you know some feedback yeah. on movement mechanics but like looking at you guys it's like watching a bunch of rock stars because <laughs> you know it's you know how to move and it's uh it's pretty amazing rather than just like people who are stuck on machines and and yeah. don't know any different so it it, really it cool. was actually I got that compliment when I went to CrossFit I, I visited they said you move really well and I came back and I told the coaches X I'm like I'm pretty sure it's you guys that taught me how to move so I oh. thought it was a compliment for all of us it's it is and it's well it's a big compliment to you too because you're actually taking <laughs> that yeah. information and putting it to use so not everyone does most people do and if they don't they usually don't last very long yeah. here so um I think that I wanted to touch on maybe one more thing too. Um, I know you, you go hiking and stuff like yeah. that in the summer. And uh, I kind of wanted to just ask you about how being fitter, stronger, healthier has helped to <laughs> spread into other areas of your, your yeah. life. I, um, I also go snowshoeing through, through the winter. And uh, when I started, I was at the back. I found it really hard. And if you... Um, I thought, well, snowshoeing is like walking, but if you go through fresh snow, it's actually really, really difficult. It's a lot more work, yeah. Yeah, it's really, like, it gets your heart racing. For sure. Um, so I was, I was finding it hard to keep up, but, you know, I kept doing it. I really enjoy it. Uh, and then this past, it was only a few months ago, because it was, I think it was already still in 2020, um, everyone was getting tired, and they were, like, spelling off, you know, who is in the lead, because the person in the lead has to make the path which is the hardest part right if you're at the back it's already trampled down and it's a lot easier for you so um I'm like yeah I feel good I can take the lead so I took the lead and I couldn't hear 
the people behind me. And finally, they, <laughs> I know. What a jerk. You left them behind. I, I didn't, <laughs> not intentionally. But at some point, they just started screaming at me like, lady, you have to <laughs> effing slow down. You're killing all of us. None of us can keep up with you. And I went, really? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I didn't I'm not I even feel like heavily. I'm too, well, I was breathing heavily, but I didn't feel yeah. like I was going crazy. And then, yeah, they just kept yelling at me, and they're like, "Well, do you want to s- spill off?" And I'm like, "No, no, I'm still good to go. I'm still good to go." Yeah. And they had, to, they just had to keep yelling at me to slow down. I had to kind of remember, yeah, not everyone does CrossFit six days a week. Yeah, yeah, that makes a huge difference. So. Um, and, and you said you used to be like at the back of the pack before. So oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was struggling to keep up before when I first started. Now, now I have to remind myself that, you know, there's some older people here. Yeah. <laughs> some people that don't work out. They're <laughs> just here to see nature. Yeah. Give them a chance. Don't crush them, Irene. Yes. Don't kill them. <laughs> so, um, any, any other ways that you can think of? I know you mentioned like, you know, washing floors and, and laundry and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Any other ways that it's helped to maybe benefit quality of your life or has it helped, I guess, even like, you know, work-wise, confidence-wise or anything like that? Oh, or? yeah. Sometimes, like I was saying um, before, if I'm, if I'm doing a presentation in front of a customer or something like that or I'm kind of thinking about it, um, it's not my natural state to get in front of a group of people and start talking. So I get nervous about it, but then at the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, but they didn't see me back squat today. <laughs> Man, if they saw me back squat, they'd be so intimidated. Yeah. Because that's what I can do. Yeah, no, it helps with that. And, and um, a girlfriend of mine who had a really bad uh, back pain for quite some time mm-hmm. was trying to get back into it. And she reached out to me and I thought, who are me? Mm-hmm. Who am I? And she, she said, yeah, I just kind of need someone to bounce things off of when I have success and I get on the treadmill and I walk, I'm just going to text you and say like, Hey, I did this thing. And I'm like, cause she goes, you, you already did this. You know what it's like. You went through this journey and I went, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really, really, um, one of the best compliments I had. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When people can kind of like, you know, look up to you and just bounce things off of you. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. definitely going in the right direction. Irene. Yeah. So do you have any words of wisdom or encouragement or anything like that for someone wanting to, you know, picture someone that's 40 years old out there, not, <laughs> you know, not, not exercising and just maybe, maybe needing to, to take a step forward doing something. And it doesn't have to be CrossFit, but right. what, what might you, you know, recommend? And I, and yeah. And I was there and I tried and I, I, um, try something and it didn't work. I would try something it didn't work. And I was starting to get really, really bothered by it. But I'm like, I thought, no, I really have to, I have to find something because this just can't be my existence for the rest of my life. I have to find something that motivates me and brings me joy and makes me happy. So keep trying. And I mean, I think sometimes people too, they watch CrossFit on TV or something like that and they think, oh my gosh, I can't do any of those things. And no, you Probably can't. I can't do those things. You can't do I half can't do those all things. Of them. <laughs> no. Yeah. So um, there's lots of people here that that come and they they modify and they maybe do a little bit of a different workout than than what the rest of us are doing, or they do a lighter weight or whatever. And then just a few months, they can. I totally see them changing, and they're able to move better, and it's yeah. a makes a world of difference. Yeah. If you're consistent, 
but I think you I think you really hit on something there. Like if you find something that, that brings you joy and if you're trying things that you, you don't like, you give it a fair chance. And because yeah. um, right off the bat, you might not, it might not click. Like someone comes in for their first class and I know it's kind of tough. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, you, you get exposure to it and maybe it's not the greatest workout for you. Um, you know, ask to come back and try another one or, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Give it, give it a bit of a chance. See if you like it. See if you're learning something from it. And, um, yeah, see if you can take something away from it. Yeah, I hope more people would try try this and not be scared of the barbells or something like that or the handstand push-ups. You don't have to do those. I don't do those. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've got some options coming up for that in the future. So as long as this, this whole COVID-19 thing ends up... Uh, yeah. Finishing up and fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're a little behind on some of those plans with with all that, but yeah, still we've got some exciting stuff that you know hopefully we'll be able to get some of those people that are scared of you know maybe doing like you said some of the handstand push-ups, some of the barbell stuff. Like none of that will be incorporated, so yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Um, but anyways, I uh, I really appreciate you you coming down, Irene, telling you know your story, your health, your fitness kind of what got you going and um yeah I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that get a lot of information out of this and get to even members that get to know you a little bit better from this yeah that'd be cool so any anything you want to throw out there to anyone hi evelyn, <laughs> hi, evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, she gotta do this too evelyn yeah That's exactly yeah. <laughs> so i gotta plan a time with her and uh See, see if she wants to jump on board with it. Yeah, I yeah. think she has a cool story to tell. Yeah, no, she's pretty awesome. We've got yeah. a lot of great people around here, and mm-hmm. I, I wish I could do a podcast with every member, and who knows, depending on how long we're closed for, we might be able to work that <laughs> out. But anyways, um, once again, thank you so much for, for coming thank down. Thank you. Irene, this was so much fun. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. This and is my big outing for like the past six weeks. Was it? Yes. All right. At Distance Obese. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm happy I could provide that for you. So um, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can uh, throw them our way. But uh, hopefully this podcast made you a little bit better than yesterday. Thanks again, Irene. Thanks. Thank you for making the time to listen to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover or people you think should be on this show, please let us know so we can make it happen. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday.